0: Ladies and gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving. I'm Kent Garrison. I'm Brian Gill. And I'm Richard Barton. And this is Mad About Movies.
1: da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy! Is it? It's showtime.
0: Mad About Movies is your go-to show for all things cinema. Every week... We break down movie news, rumors and rumblings, and give you a detailed analysis of a chosen movie of the week. But don't worry if you haven't seen that movie, because we will warn you before we go into spoilers. And remember, you can find all our episodes at madaboutmoviespodcast.com, and please also remember to leave a five-star review on iTunes.
2: This week's movie of the week is what, Brian? This week we'll be talking about 12 Years a Slave.
1: Solomon Northup is an expert player on the violin. I was born a free man, lived with my family in New York.
2: Be good for your mother.
1: Until the day I was deceived. To Solomon. Kidnapped. Sold into slavery. Well, boy, how you feel now? My name is Solomon Law. I'm a free man, and you have no right whatsoever to detain me. You're no free man. You're nothing but a Georgia runaway.
0: Man, this, this movie's been out for a while. Yeah. And uh, it's been out limited release, but it should be out pretty much everywhere now.
2: Yeah, it looks like it was there. in a lot of theaters now. So
0: Yeah, we all got a chance to see it over the... I saw it about a month ago now, I guess. I saw it before even I saw Ender's Game. So Wow. It just tells you when I saw it. But So it's going to be good to talk about because this movie is... A lot of people are talking about it. It's doing very well in the theaters with limited... Uh, budget and marketing and all that stuff, mm-hmm. mainly just word of mouth. Uh, good word of mouth, and it'll be a good good movie to talk about. Uh, that's for sure. So we'll go ahead and get into it right now. Uh, screw movie news for this this episode. <laughs> we'll save that for for the next episode. Man, but where do you start with this? I think I tweeted out uh, my my initial thoughts. We'll go around. We'll go around right now and just give our initial thoughts, and then go. Into specifics about likes and dislikes. Uh, after that, but really, where do you start? Um, I think after after I saw it, my initial thoughts was, man, that's the closest thing I've seen to a perfect movie this year, maybe, other than <clears> Gravity. But it's just two totally different different things you're going for there, you know.
1: This one had a lot less. Space. It does have
0: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> My, it still has I some mean, was, space. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's some scenes yeah. in outer space. Don't get me wrong. But this is slightly less yeah. space. <laughs> but.
0: but I think this is a, definitely a stronger narrative. I mean, this movie relies mm. 100% on the characters and not on visuals, really. <laughs> Even though the, there are visuals that are great, and we'll go into that later. But man, I was just. Every element of this movie impressed me pretty much. Uh, cinematography, direction, acting. So the score was great. And uh, we'll go into specifics later, like I said. But, um, man, it's such a powerful movie. Um, it's going to be... This one's going to be a tough one to to beat as far as in a, an Academy Award, you know, when it comes to these movies with a message like this. They seem to do very well. So, um, I don't know what y'all thought about it, honestly. Those are just my initial thoughts. Um, it was quite strong. So, Brian, how about you kick us off with your 12 Years of Slave thoughts?
2: Yeah, it's... Uh, this is quite the movie. I texted you guys coming out and just said uh, something to the effect of, I mean... You said you, you said you I wanted to shower literally. immediately after it. I
0: didn't know if that was good or bad. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just such a... Uh, man, it's just such a tough watch. Um, there are very few movies that I can remember seeing that uh man that just left me feeling gross <laughs> and it's not because of like i don't know like it's not like it was just drenched in sex you know or yeah. something like that but it was it was it's just such a it's weird to me and and weird is is really probably the wrong word because it, it like okay it's like it it's a total travesty that we had slaves like 150 years ago but it's also like it's very weird at the same time um, to think that that was a part of everyday life, really not that long ago, in the same area in which we live, you know. Um, so putting that right in your face is is difficult. I think to uh, to sit through at times. Um, I mean, it's. Uh, I was uncomfortable the entire the entire movie. That's. Um, I I want to believe. You know what I. I think that that is the one real issue that I have with the movie is I think it's, I want to believe that it's striving for realism, um, but I also feel like Steve McQueen is, his directorial style borders on exploitative in just about everything he does, and, and I think that that bleeds through at times in this movie as well. That's not to say it's not uh, a good movie or a great movie. Um, But what I'm, what I'm trying, what I'm hitting at is, is the, I think this hits you so hard across the face with, uh, with images and themes and whatnot that you almost can't, stay emotionally invested in it for the full two hours. You almost like, as like almost as like a defense mechanism. I found myself kind of shutting down after a while. And I'm a very sensitive movie watcher. I, I, I stay in tune with, uh, the emotions of the film. Uh, and I, I found myself just becoming almost numb to what was happening after a while. And I, I kind of woke up later in the film but there's a solid hour throughout the course of this movie where I was just like, okay well what travesty is gonna happen next and I wasn't um, I wasn't as invested in it as I as I expected to be given the, the the theme and the setting if that makes any sense at all
0: okay yeah definitely definitely makes sense Richard
1: yeah I mean. I wanted to focus, kind of like you did, Brian, really, on on McQueen's um, kind of overall, work. Uh, since since watching this movie, I've gone back. I had seen Hunger, but I hadn't seen uh, his other films, so I've gone back. and And you're right; that definitely bleeds through. I mean, he certainly has a very unique uh, across-the-face style. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no there's no real irony to anything he does. I mean, there kind of is implicitly, but there's there's just kind of this straight. Uh, a lot of shock value to uh, to what he does uh, as well. Yeah. Um, so so they're, they're it's certainly kind of the where he where he pulls a lot of his uh, aesthetic style from. It is, is, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Is 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 perfect for this kind of movie, but it also is is shocking as an American uh, for this movie. But it, it's but to. Focus on that is is to kind of get away from the greater point. I mean, this is a movie that kind of needed to be made uh, sure. in this way. Uh, but but while it is such a social statement and such a kind of disgusting uh, representation of, of that, um, it really is also just a very good movie. And so, hopefully, that the the sort you hope that the, the violence and the um, sort of aggression of this movie doesn't take away from the the kind of artistic feeling of the movie as well. So. Um, this is this is an important movie and all that good stuff, but it's also just very good. It's very entertaining. The performances are excellent. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it, but it certainly stays within the McQueen style, and uh, yeah. and you know that's that's certainly uh, certainly uh, uh, important for his like just to see him grow as a director. It will be interesting to see if he could do something without that sort of shock value. Uh, but yeah. this I, this the material of this book. I have not read the book. I, I flipped through it. Stuff certainly. He did not go out of his way to present this movie. It's not Steve McQueen taking something that's sort of and and you know McQueening it up. It it, mm-hmm. it it's an accurate representation of this movie. So it didn't upset me on that end. But I mean, obviously, it's it's very very difficult to to watch.
0: Yeah, it definitely felt very. I'm glad you said that word. Real realistic. Um, it felt so realistic. It felt like you're watching almost. Like stock footage, not stock footage, but actual footage of, of slaves sometimes. It was just incredibly um, well shot. I mean that's – I think that's that's what impressed me the most um, going in and coming out. I mean going in – I mean in the, in the first – in the first five minutes I I noticed something. But it just looked, looked so good uh, that Steve McQueen has such a good eye for – how to shoot a movie. I mean, it was just, uh, like, even when they're like, he's like stringing the, um, violin or something, just the way that was shot mm-hmm. was just random. It yeah. was just no, he, I was just like, wow, he made, he just made stringing yeah. the violin look like really gorgeous. And it was like zoomed he's in or like incredibly yeah. like, like macro lens zoomed in on the violin. Yeah. Just an amazing, um, collaboration by him and the, the, uh, the DP. But, Let's talk about some of the performances here. Um, let's go. I guess let's go. Obviously, main character uh, Solomon Platt, Northrup, whatever you want to call him, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. This guy, pretty pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing performance. I'd, I'd never heard of him before. Had he, have you, ever, you guys ever seen anything else he's been? Okay, I've seen American Gangster. Yeah. That's- He's in that American yeah. Children he's, of men's He's in too.
1: Inside Man He's in Love Actually. Um, yeah. Serenity. The Firefly movie. Yeah. 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 I've, seen I've seen it. I actually have a doll that I got this Steve Urkel doll at a thrift store with an ex-girlfriend <laughs> of mine like five years ago. <laughs> and uh, the Steve Urkel doll didn't have its glasses. It's like this Ventroquist Steve Urkel doll and it didn't have his glasses and it looks exactly like she would tell a D4. <laughs> so I named it she would I have a doll. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he gets that a lot. If you Is ever the, meet him, he's got something to talk about. Right? It's, 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 he doesn't look like Jalil Light in real life. It's just this this doll representation of Jalil Light looks like Chiwetel. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But, uh, it's it's. I send you my call. I'll send you a picture of it when I get home. I, I've, I've, uh, you'll you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah, but man, such a dynamic uh, performance by him. Um, it, I I didn't read the book either, Richard. So I didn't know about the. Hmm high society and the low society parts of his character. And I thought he did both pretty well. I mean, he played a high society guy uh, very convincingly, and just the opposite. I don't know, like, that's that's something I wanted to ask you guys. So when he was... When Solomon Northrop gets sold into slavery, does he start putting on an act for everyone? Um, do you know what I'm saying? Does he, like... He yeah. like, starts pretending he's less intelligent than he actually is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I think That's so. what I thought. But man, it, it's convincing the way he played someone playing somebody convincing. You know what I'm saying? It was almost a role right. within a role within a another movie. So man, incred- The difficulty yeah. there is, is is crazy. But yeah, wow. Uh, he's the front runner for for best actor. For me, right now, yeah, it'll
1: be interesting. The acting awards this year, we have such a crowded um, best picture category. But now with this, and then um, Dallas Buyers Club, you're starting to see these sort of leading performances. Uh, when, what those acting awards will look like uh, come Oscar time will be be interesting because there's a lot of movies, uh, big movies that are that are look great, but I don't know if they'll necessarily. I would imagine Christian Bale will get nominated, yeah, um, Or Hustle and things like that, but it's, it's shaping up to be. But yes, I think Chiwetel's the tells. Mo- that's the most impressive thing and the most ambitious performance I've yes. seen uh, mm-hmm. thus far, aside from uh, Vin Diesel and Fast and Furious Six. Right. I'm
0: still. I'm right. still holding. Wow. Don't. Don't give up hope on a nomination for Vin Diesel.
2: <laughs> but they're gonna wait till. Fast no, I'm talking about 9,
0: Riddick. So, I mean, <laughs> like. <laughs> Out
2: performance, <laughs> best performance in a Power five thousand video of two thousand thirteen. Exactly,
0: but but this movie is just twelve years of slave, just full of, of amazing, great performances. He's just Chiwetel is just one of them. Michael Fassbender gives a, a yeah. insanely good performance um, here, probably yeah. the best of his career. Not the most entertaining at all because <laughs> you almost hate seeing him. Throughout the whole movie, but yeah. man, just an incredible yeah. performance. Just, I, I left – and one of the first things I said to my buddy who I saw it with was he made Calvin Candy look like an idiot or DiCaprio, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. – Cumber- I mean not Cumberbatch. Uh, Fassbender, golly, you just hate him so much. You hate him ten times more than you hated DiCaprio in, in Django Unchained, which is what we're, oh, yeah. we're referring to. Yeah, Very similar characters, it's- but man.
1: It's interesting that this sort of sober version of this kind of story comes out after the sort of comic yeah. version. It almost right. seems that the comic version should be a response to uh, the more serious version. But so it's interesting to see not that they're at all. I mean, obviously, it's kind of ignorant to say these movies are about slavery and so that we should compare them. Um, but I'm going to they're, do. They're, just they're, that. They are similar. Uh, so <laughs> <they're, laughs> yeah, I mean, there you can you can draw parallels. I mean, the shots so. St- They're highly stylized slavery movies with completely different tones, so I think it's easy to to compare them. Uh, It's interesting to see the, you know, very serious version um, second, uh, a a year later. Uh, It it almost makes you, it made me feel really guilty for liking Django so much and like enjoying to watch (laughs) Django after you see this kind of horrific, more horrific version. Yeah. Right. But uh, but no, this was, I mean, this is unlike, I mean, I will say, I don't think I've ever really seen anything like this before, yeah. um, even with his other movies, the historical element, things like that, mixed with his style, or, I don't know, pretty crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like a cross between, like, Passion of the Christ
2: and Schindler's yeah. List. Yeah. I mean, and those are probably... My two favorite comedies Right, yeah. Uh, in addition to this movie, are our... our, our uh, probably as high as it gets on my list as far as great movies that I never ever ever yeah. ever want to see again. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, the the Fassbender is is kind of the slightly more charismatic version of Ray Fiennes in mm-hmm. Schindler's List, mm-hmm. and that's just a that is a devastating character. Both both sides, uh, Fiennes and Schindler's and and uh, Fassbender here. It's a, I mean, you got to go some dark places to be able to pull these characters off uh, effectively. And, man, Fassbender is incredible in this. I got to
0: the point where when I saw this, because I had only looked at the cast list, like, I think back when we talked about this movie, maybe back in uh, the springtime or something, I had seen the short list of who the actors were. And I had remembered Michael Fassbender. And then when I saw the movie, like over half the movie goes by and there's no fastbender and cumber but Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. I was like, well, maybe I just confused Michael Fassbender with Benedict Cumberbatch in this movie. So I was right. like, so I convinced myself a third of the way or, or halfway through the movie. I was like, well, I guess Fastbender's not in this movie. And then he shows up and just blew me out of the water, uh, with his performance. Just, and just in the second half or third of the movie, even he, um, uh, he pulls such a great um, great performance out of this, just the small amount of screen time that he has compared to the other characters. But man, great American accent by him too. <laughs> I was pretty surprised that yeah. uh, he could pull off a yeah, uh, totally. southern plantation owner uh, as good as he did.
2: Pretty. Right. Well, obviously you haven't seen Jonah Hess. <laughs> I haven't.
0: So. I, so, sorry to say I haven't. <laughs>
2: obviously yeah. no you're right though he, he's I, I have he also played a southern gentleman in that in that movie oh. as well but uh, uh, no you're right he he does an excellent uh, excellent job a shoo-in here for it's, a
0: supporting role I, I would say do you think sure.
2: you can never say you're a shoo-in for supporting because there's for supporting male role because there's always like 20 yes. people that really deserve to have that nomination but I always say, nominate
1: like two or three weird people too yeah yeah. Like, I was like, Morgan Freeman will get a nomination for Las Vegas, and you'll
0: be <laughs> He better not. Dude. Right.
1: So, they, they love mixing that in with the supporting awards. It's weird.
2: Yeah. yeah. I No, I know. But, as, but you're, you're right in that he is totally deserving. For, for sure. As far as movies absolutely. I've
0: seen this year so far, he and maybe Sam Rockwell, those were yeah. the two that I was like, wow, those dudes brought it. Absolutely. Absolutely brought it. Um, but sorry, what were you saying, Brian? I interrupted you about Fastbender.
2: No, no, you're. No, that's 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 all I had on that. He's he's outstanding. He he does deserve a nomination for this. We'll see how it goes. The contrast between him and a Geophore is really really quite strong. I, I think maybe the best scene in the movie is uh, when uh, is when Fassbender uh, walks walks a Geophore out in the middle of the night with intent to probably to kill him and a Ge4 talks his way out of it and it's just this very dark scene with a lantern is the only thing the only other thing in the shot and it's a just a magnificent scene. So the the relationship between those two is is uh man something something special for sure to watch on screen. Uh, another Paul Dano
0: sighting guys as a creep. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so yep. he's
0: he's not changing our stereotype at all. I guess uh, nope. right. He'll be he'll forever
2: be in these little indie movies as a creepy guy. Uh, yeah, the weirdest thing, like I've said for years, like the weirdest thing Kanye West can do would be to come out and just be a totally normal human being. Like we'd we'd be really freaked <laughs> out by that. It's the same with Paul Dano if he played. Like an accountant in a buddy comedy or something, it would be a, it would be the strangest thing he could do at this point. He always <laughs> plays a, freak a buddy comedy. Yeah, right. That yeah. has no dark edge. Like he's just a normal guy. Let's see if he's done anything normal. I'm trying to see. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Uh,
0: no, last thing we saw him in was was Prisoners. So that was far from right? normal. Uh, Looper. He wasn't yep. normal in that. He was a crazy. Guy. Cowboys and aliens, he was a drunk. Uh night and day. Great.
1: Richard, you said you saw that. First forty minutes are great. Okay. <laughs> uh taking Woodstock. Hey, that's me. Me and Uncle Tony agree with that, so deal with it. He, yeah, I guess I guess um you're
0: right, Brian. He hasn't played anything normal in his whole career. That's crazy. Well maybe
1: Yeah, his most normal. Role is Little Miss yeah, Sunshine. I guess so.
0: Right, but he's guys. He's gonna be in the Warcraft movie, so he'll probably maybe he'll play an accountant in the Warcraft movie. Brian,
1: <laughs> I doubt it. He's playing
0: Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> nice, that'd be epic. They you know, they have to do that joke in that movie at least once. <laughs> um, hey, ma'am, fam, question for you: Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Hey, what's up, ma'am? fam? Kent here. tons of variety some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis soy glazed pork and rice cakes skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits holy crap and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad so take it from me try out blue apron now go to blueapron.com mad that's blueapron.com mad get three meals on us for free nothing goes better with a movie than dinner so check out Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Who else? Who else can we talk about here? Um, who shows up? This is, this is, um, uh, what's his name? Giamatti. He's
1: yeah. only, in, he's super only in it for probably. one yeah. little
0: cameo scene, but yeah. super creepy as a yeah. I mean, s- he- slave trader, I guess is what he was.
1: He can be somebody for Paul Dano to look up to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Similar.
0: Does,
2: does Paul Giamatti belong in the in the Vince Vaughn category where like
1: <laughs> he doesn't look like he smells great? Is that?
2: Yeah. Am I going
1: too far out on that one? I well, that I don't know. and and the Vince Vaughn category of guys who peaked in 2006. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Has
1: Giamatti done anything
0: worthwhile since Sideways? Like, has he, did he ever live up to the hype that that movie sort of brought upon him? You know, he did like, like that. He did like that movie? lady in the water with M Night Shyamalan, Miamalan, yeah. But that was never great. Right. John. John Adams. Yeah, that yeah, was. was not even a movie, though. That was
2: just an HBO. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, win win was good. Yeah. Did you guys see that?
2: Yeah. That was just a small movie, yeah. though. The Eyes of march I don't like Paul Giamatti. It's it's nothing. I don't, I can't quantify why I don't like him. It's just like if I see him come into my movie I'm like, eh, alright, I guess we're just gonna deal with Paul Giamatti. I don't know, I
1: just can't get excited about him. You, you know what his best role is? Zapruder. <laughs> my favorite what? Paul Giamatti role. Was yeah, besides Zapruder. He was the uh, the pig boy the bad guy in the Howard Stern private parts movie. Oh my right. oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's awesome in it. <laughs> do I like that movie? Yes. Deal with it, guys. Sorry. I do like that. That is a pretty
0: decent movie. It's not bad. It really is
1: a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's really surprisingly heartwarming yeah. in a lot it of good really ways.
0: Um, he's going to be in Amazing Spider-Man 2 as the villain. So him and Jamie Foxx. So that
1: will be awful. I feel like he was already in a Spider-Man movie even though I know he wasn't. No, he, was, he wasn't. He
2: was It does seem like something he would have done though. Yeah. Right. Doesn't it? Yeah.
0: I am not excited for that at all. I just I don't know if we've ever mentioned no. the movie. I've never seen the first. Oh, don't! It was a letdown. It was
1: the, just seeing Spider-Man it, it was, one and
0: two again. It's, yeah, it's, it's just the same telling of that that stuff.
1: Can we just Photoshop Emma Stone into the original <laughs> ones? Yes. It's like it's like Spider-Man is has potentially be so cool. Well, sorry, we probably shouldn't talk Spider-Man on our Twelve Years of Slave, pod. but. <laughs> It's like the only cast actors I can't stand. Yeah, it's like, hey, you ready for Spider-Man? Well, here's Tobey Maguire. Alex. Oh, dude, me, me well, here's too. Here's Andrew yeah. Garfield. Yeah.
0: Don't care. Same exact. I, when they when they announced Tobey Maguire, when I was in, like in high school, and they yeah. were coming out with those movies, I was like, I'm totally out on these because I cannot stand yeah, Tobey Maguire here. as a superhero. Yeah, right. They were pretty decent yeah, movies, but I just never. I never was on the Toby McGuire, and, and I agree. Either, but Gatsby needs to be the last movie he ever does. That that, that <laughs> he's done. He's he's banned from Hollywood forever.
1: They're gonna do a Cider House Rules too. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> right. So
0: yeah. Well, another another so another person that, movie all time. Another person that shows shows up in this. I don't know if you guys noticed, Taron Killam, SNL, yeah, random. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was really
2: weird. It's kinda random. random. It did it become a little distracting to you guys how many like how many people like this were showing up? Like people you know are just showing up in the most random roles and like Brad Pitt was case case in point. Brad Pitt had right? like the I like one, Brad Pitt. Arguably one of the more
0: most important roles in the movie. Like pivotal Yeah, ones.
2: The only white person with any virtue yeah. in the entire yeah. movie. And it's, He's Canadian. It's just such a Brad Pitt. Like it's just Brad Pitt. Like I don't. You could. You could. I'm trying to find him in the uh, like the cast list, but you could tell me that his name, his character name, was Brad Pitt, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, I get you. I mean, that's not. I'm not digging at it. Really, it's just it. It was a little bit of an odd uh, sensation. So, so many of these guys that show up, like Benedict Cumberbatch, Michael Fassbender, like those guys really blended into the situation, I feel like, into their into their setting. But then like Taryn Killen was kind of a weird choice and, and then Pitt and I I don't know. I I got distracted a little bit by a random white guy that you know just popping up in so many of these roles. But maybe I'm I'm alone yeah. on that.
0: You could you could almost tell blatantly that Pitt Came on an off day of World War Z and just shot this (laughs) two scenes. And, like, his hair was the exact same. Like, just give me some old clothes and put some dirt on my face and let's do this. Yeah. He only had, like, two pages of dialogue. But he was another person who I was like, I was was sure he was in this movie. But it's been two (laughs) hours and I haven't seen him yet. And then he just shows up. And pretty
1: decent work here. But – Let's talk about these. All the white people like, hey, we're not so bad. White people aren't yeah. that bad. We've got Brad Pitt, yeah. guys. That's the entire purpose it's of the The exact character. opposite of the way. There's still some good white people. Exact opposite of Django.
0: You know? Yeah. Where, uh, Jane, yeah. Spoiler alert on Django and Jane. Django just goes off on all the white people at the end, and that's, that's literally <laughs> how it ends. He shoots all the white people and leaves. And it's like, see you later.
1: I find that a lot more oh, satisfying.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I do too. Uh, so. I I did I did enjoy sort of his or Solomon's little progression through slavery. I mean, he he sort of made it, you know. And at the beginning, where they showed him as a free man, he sort of proved himself already. Then he gets sold into slavery and sort of has to prove himself again, I guess, which was pretty interesting. And I like the way they kind of um, went back and forth between. Uh, new Solomon and old Solomon do you know what i mean like it kind of uh yeah jump back and forth between the narrative the two narratives do you know what i'm right.
2: saying yeah it was not linear
0: sure that's the yep. word so i appreciated that it was artistic you know i felt like there was a little artistic flair put on such a uh drastic and dull like subject matter i mean it's such a bummer to watch stuff like this on the screen and to make it to right. and to leave and be like wow that was an enjoyable experience is pretty amazing you know I I, yeah. I, I agree I mean, with you it's, it's rough but it wasn't nearly as rough as I had anticipated it to be well, honestly
2: man I I was I the entire movie I was just squirming it was it was really rough for me I, I couldn't I had a hard time sticking with it honestly not sure. not because it's a bad movie or anything like that I just like there comes a point where you get slapped in the face enough times you just feel like mm-hmm. okay I, I'm gonna turn my cheek you know I'm not gonna get slapped in the face again um, but but that was you know that was my my feel on it's certainly an incredibly powerful movie like it, it uh, especially as it progresses like I it, it, it definitely hit me emotionally a few times um, the you know, spoiler alert, the closing scene um when he's reunited with his family is uh is a is a real an incredible uh incredible sequence yeah. and just magnificent acting from from everybody involved. Um but I I kind of ex- honestly I expected to be more uh emotionally charged up in, in it throughout, and I just, I, I, like I said at the beginning, I I had to just kind of turn it off after a while, because it was just such a slap in the face to me.
0: My point being, like, there's only a certain, there's only going to be one really hardcore, insane Holocaust movie, maybe, ever, after Schindler's List. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's probably, other than Tarantino doing that, which he already did, and Tarantino already did Slavery, so we're not going to get it from him, but there's... <laughs> I was just surprised that like if this is the, the last big slavery thing we ever get, like I, I couldn't believe that – they could have showed more. I mean it was – what actually happened was a lot worse than what we saw in this movie. Do you know what I mean? And, That's like, true. And exactly. I I think Tarantino might have done a better job showing the torture and stuff. And like I was – I felt a little more squeamish in Django at really? times. Especially the Mandingo fighting and stuff. yeah. Man, I can't – I still can't even watch that. And I've seen Django probably four or five times now since it came out. But that was horrible to me compared – I mean not – I'm not comparing what kind of torture is better than other guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, you know, it's just – Yeah. like Steve McQueen could have gone all out here. And I felt a little at, better about this movie, the fact that he didn't just throw everything he could at us. You know, He could have put so much awful – children torture and just awful stuff that he could have showed but he didn't and that was that was nice but
2: I, i'll take the but the, the stuff that he chose that.
0: to show the stuff that he chose to show was extremely powerful sure the whipping I, scene in particular that was right incredibly just wow so what and, I, just and I
2: think that's the i think that's the, the the issue well not the issue the uh the flip side of that is this is a, a a very personal movie. I mean, it's 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 almost entirely focused on the micro rather than the macro of slavery, yeah. and as such, um, you kind of can you can. I don't want to say that you can. You could certainly go a lot worse. Like you, to, to your point, Kate, you could certainly go a lot worse if you expanded and looked at the entire thing as a whole. But whatever torture and being you know sold into slavery and kids getting stolen from families and things like that like because it is in such a personal level i think that makes it uh you really have to confront that whereas you could kind of for me like personally like i don't have any attack like you're talking about the mandingo characters or fighters in uh in uh Django and that's that's horrific i can watch that scene all day i cannot watch the um i had to really i literally had to turn away from the screen during the 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 whipping scene in this movie yeah. it was too much for uh too much for me to handle but um certainly didn't uh it certainly added to the the power of the the film for sure definitely where does this movie
0: rank on y'all's uh yearly lists so far
1: um, i mean it's t- it's tough to say um <laughs> My my brain likes this movie more than my heart. I really yeah, that's understand. What I mean.
0: It's it's hard to say that you like it because it's yeah you're basically liking footage. I mean slaves being beaten or yeah. I mean you know it's right. hard to say oh I liked it, right. but to have to say it's a great movie is is I think applicable. You know sure um, yeah. So uh, what, what were we saying, Richard? Sorry.
1: I mean that's uh, yeah no my I think. I, I respect this movie. It'll be very high on my, maybe even number one of my most respected movies of the year. Uh, but I don't know if it'll make top five of movies I enjoyed the most. If that makes sense. Yeah,
0: Brian, what are you saying? Sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of in. I'm kind of in the same boat. Whenever I do my yearly, you know, top ten or whatever, I do factor in rewatchability and enjoyment and and things like that. Um, so just from a, if I'm looking for movies to nominate for an Oscar, this is certainly one of the, up to this point, one of the the top two or three without any question. Um, at the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't in my, you know, 10 movies that I want to recommend or my top 10 movies or whatever, just because I, like I said, don't ever want to see it again. (laughs) Didn't enjoy it. It's hard to recommend a movie like this that... Is just such a a beat down in uh, in a lot of ways. So I'm I'm conflicted on it. I don't know where I'm going to come out exactly. Um, I didn't write a review for this partly because I really didn't know I didn't know what grade to give it and where to put it with the uh, the rest of the rest of the movies this year. But Kent, what about you? Where you, you've you've seen very high on it? Where, yeah. where does it fall for you? I'm
0: I'm I'm very high on it's. It's message. I think this is easily the most powerful film of the year that I've seen. Yeah, sure. And I've seen probably over 70, 70 or 75 new movies this year, sure. Yeah. not in theaters including. I mean this movie is just – it's it's epic really. I right. think it's monumental in its message and the way it portrays it. But there's a different – there's a distinction there. And when I make my list, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the same way. There's a difference between my favorite movies of the year and the best yeah. movies of the year.
2: Totally, it's, yeah. it's different. I get that. Sure. so
0: this yeah. will probably be number one for the best movie of the year in my list, but it probably won't be my number one movie. Sure, uh, I got you. So there's that's, there's a there's a distinction there that needs needs to be made. But sure. wow, man, I, I, every aspect of this movie is was was great. I thought the the screenplay was was very good, and I haven't read the book, so don't quote me on that if it's not linear with the, uh, with the novel, because I'm not comparing it to that. I thought uh, the costumes were great. Mm-hmm. It looks very yeah. realistic. I mean, it's... Production get, design is outstanding, yeah, for sure. You would sure. probably like, think it would be easy to do a story like this, you know, just get a rundown house and some people, but no, I mean, it, it, you could tell a lot of work went into making it authentic, and I, I felt it to be authentic. Um, but mainly just the performances is what stuck, yeah. stuck out to me. Um all around the board and I, I think we need to mention Eliza too. The girl Yeah, uh, yeah at Ad, Adepero Adepero mm-hmm. Aduye, that's her name. Adepero or sure. She was great. <laughs> she was the one being whipped and wow. Wow. She'll <laughs> she she's uh as far as this year women, wow. And yes. she's up there. So anything else, any other thoughts on this? I mean it's hard to talk about a movie with such a a um I mean we're such fun guys, you know, so it's right. hard. Yeah. It's hard to just go out and, and talk about it like this, other than to say, wow. Uh see this movie, that's what I want to say about it. Um definitely powerful and definitely you're gonna be hearing more about it come Oscar season, I have a feeling. Yeah. Um do a jump t-shirt with
2: this, and then like bad grandpa or something—something something to immediately <laughs> cleanse the palate. Because this is a, this is not the funnest movie you're going to watch this season, this year
1: for sure. <laughs> I love the guy that goes and does that. Yeah, I want to meet that guy and spend his <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I I, <laughs> just, I debated. Uh, um,
2: Slave, oh, it was great. What did you see after that? Bad Grandpa, man, funny movie, funny movie. I
1: tell you what, I enjoyed them both equally.
0: <laughs> I debated seeing this again uh, before we did this episode because it it's been almost a month since I'd seen it. Right. I just couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't put myself through the emotional toll yeah. of seeing this movie again. You know, and it. I mean, it's two. It's over two hours, two and a half maybe, and. It feels uh, like seven. Yeah, it feels I mean it's a long movie for sure. But it's just it just pulls you every direction. <laughs> and yeah. wow. Hats off to Steam McQueen. I wonder what he's gonna do next. I mean I I think he likes doing his own He's doing a Muppet movie and then <laughs> No, that's what I mean. Like there's no way there's no way he's gonna do anything Hollywood ever. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll he see. He seems a strange, Saddest strange man.
0: movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, grade for this, I'm gonna give it a solid A. Mm-hmm. Not an A plus or minus, just a solid. Because when I went into it, I mean, I got what I expected. Kind of. I, I expected it to be rough, and it was. Uh, but man, yeah, an A for me. Brian, what's your grade?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll go an A and, and I, I reserve the right to drop to an A minus after more consideration.
1: Oh good. Totally fair. <laughs> Richard, great. I'm gonna go A as well.
0: Solid. Solid A. Yeah. Okay, well yeah. Well we'll we'll have to we'll probably talk about this one more come Oscar season I'm sure and come um yeah. into the year time and all that stuff, so um man, that's all I've got on
2: On 12 Years a Slave, wow Nice little bonus episode there for our listeners
0: Nice little bonus Bonus chat So yeah, we'll we'll be having a lot of episodes come out So stay tuned to the site Uh, Probably not all of them will have movie news, recommends And all that stuff, but man, we're going to try to push As many many reviews as we can Out uh, this this Movie season, Uh, so Brian, let me ask you this Where can I find you online?
2: You can find me on Twitter at bgill 12 and you can find my writing at CanBabiesDrinkRedBull.com.
1: Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Richard Barden. Kent, where might we find you?
0: Find me on Twitter at Kent Garrison, and you can find all of our episodes at MadAboutMoviesPodcast.com, and you can also leave us a rating or download the episodes on iTunes, and uh, contact us on the website as well. Just go in there if you want to leave us an email. Uh, but. Anything else you guys want to mention before we get out of here for this week? Nope. nope. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy
2: Thanksgiving.
0: Thank Good. you for listening. All right. Well, on that note, until next time, we will see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>